About one hour ago, the Chicago Blackhawks held a public press briefing to discuss the findings of an independent investigation into a sexual assault allegation made by two former players. This is parts of what were said. I also want to share that Stan Bowman has stepped aside. Rocky and I appreciate Stan's dedication to the Blackhawks and his many years of work for the team. However, we and he ultimately accept that in his first year as general manager, he made a mistake alongside our other senior executives at the time and did not take adequate action in 2010. None of the other executives who are involved in the Blackhawks response in 2010 will be with the organization moving forward. Current Vice President of Hockey Strategy and Analytics, Kyle Davidson, will take on the role of Interim General Manager as we begin our search for new hockey operations leadership. I'm Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne. Derek Bernano is our tech guy. Sammy McKee. All right, Derek's rolling his eyes because I think I butchered his last name. <laughs> Brandeo. There it is. He is also on board for the next couple hours. Plenty to talk about, including an ongoing conversation on what the hell is wrong with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, boy. But this is breaking news from the National Hockey League, who also, I think, levied a fine to Chicago for $2 million, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's start with you, Justin. And, and something that I think everybody's been waiting for is to hear something from the Chicago Blackhawks on, on this ongoing investigation. Was that enough? Did they, did they turn a page here? Are people ready to move on or is this just the start of it? Because I am listening to this on what, August 26th. And I'm just wondering October, now, yeah. I'm sorry, October 26th. And I'm just wondering now, uh, what are we, half a dozen games into the regular season? Could this have not been addressed at some point this summer or at least going into this season? Mm -hmm. Like, why now? Why Why couldn't you have figured this all out? We had heard all the, the stories. Yeah. I You know, I, I don't know what it had to do with a proper thorough investigation and the time it took. What I see right now is two warring factions between a Blackhawks organization and the people involved trying to turn the page and the rest of the hockey community feeling like they didn't turn a page, they turned over a rock. And now you're seeing a bunch of uh, wriggling things trying to hide and stay in the shadows rather than come to light. It feels like there's more to come from this. Uh, am I wrong there in saying, you know, specifically, Kevin Sheveldayoff, claimed to not have known anything. Joel Quenville claimed to not have known anything, and now it becomes clear that they did. It feels like there is more to come from this. Al McIsaac, longtime uh, guy with the Chicago Blackhawks. He's out, uh, as they, as we just heard, Stan, Stan Bowman, who's also uh, the general manager of the U.S. Olympic team. Yeah. Which so is do you kinda... think that'll be a thing? Is he going to be able to keep that job? No. Tell me how. I know, no. Like, you 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 can't you can't find a way to keep your job with the Chicago Blackhawks. How do you keep your job as uh, the U.S. Olympic team? Country's team. First of all, how how 
up until this point when you know a major investigation is going on, was he even allowed to stay on board up until today? And to, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't heard anything out of the U.S. Uh, Olympic program. Have you on, no. on where Stan Bowman stands? We know he's no longer the general manager of Chicago. Uh, I, I would assume that the U.S. Olympic team would have been on board at least to have followed up with this maybe they're just finding out with the rest of the public or well that doesn't make much sense at all but let's let's go to uh frank uh sarah valley hockey insider and president of hockey content with daily face off and frank uh you as much as any insiders followed this quite closely just i just mentioned the timing of this for me frank seems a little odd when i think I'm not sure how much they learned between, say, uh, mid-September to end of September till today. I just uh, six games into the season, and you and you do this now. I'm kind of baffled by that by the timing. Uh, I mean, hard for me to say anything about the timing. Um, look, I, I'm pe- piecing through the 107-page document, sort of as we speak, and. There is a lot of information here, a lot of details. There were uh, 139 different witnesses that were interviewed, 21 current and former players, 14 players from the 09-10 team. This takes a really long time to do. Um, It's not just to do that, you know, to conduct those interviews, but the 100 gigabytes of electronic records and 49 boxes of hard copies I, I can't say anything about the timing. I, I don't think it's suspect. I don't doesn't raise any red flags with me. Um, this was something that whether it was now or the middle of the season or the end, um, the investigation was going to come to a close at some point and the findings are going to be made public. So what now? Uh, you know, we heard about the meeting that, you know, there are some pretty big names involved in, obviously, with Quenville and Bowman and Shevel Dayoff. Um you know, where does this end uh, for the Blackhawks and for the other men who are involved? Well, yeah, I think it's kind of just beginning for the other men involved, namely Winnipeg Jets general manager Kevin Dayoff and Florida Panthers coach Joel Quenville in that I'd imagine that there's going to be shrapnel that extends and, and blows far and wide, you know, around the league with these findings from the investigation. I mean, the comments from Joel Quenville and from uh, Kevin Sheveldayoff on the record back in July saying that they had first learned of these allegations um, in June when the information became public in reports and lawsuits, their own witness testimony in this investigative report clearly contradicts that, that they both have Um, recollection of meetings that took place during the 2010 Stanley Cup final or just before it in which these allegations were presented um, and that basically, you know, Joel Quenville specifically and, and Blackhawks president John McDonough, according to the report, then said on May 23rd, um, you know, there's a challenge to, to win the Stanley Cup and, and more or less the timing wasn't right to investigate and that, you know, they were going to focus on trying to win the Cup. And in this case, 
they didn't do anything until June 14th. And I think the disturbing part, uh, reading the report, which if you do, um, fair warning that there's graphic details and information presented, that there was another intern that worked for the Blackhawks in addition to John Doe, the player that came forward, that was sexually assaulted by Brad Aldrich in that time span. So the Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup. Brad Aldrich has his day with the Cup, gets a ring, celebrates, and is involved in all the celebration. Meanwhile, this team and their front office, uh, including Stan Bowman, Kevin Sheveldayoff, Joel Quenville, in all these meetings, knew about it. And then it wasn't until after the Cup was won, according to the report, that they went to HR um, and, and presented, you know, what they had. And at that point, Brad Aldrich was then brought in and said, you can either resign or there will be an investigation conducted. And he resigned, and it's, it's disturbing. The whole thing is disturbing. It sounds to me what's really going to get started right now is the finger-pointing. And usually in this, uh, these scenarios... If people knew something, but it got passed on to somebody with more authority, then the tendency is it's no longer in my hands. Uh, it's being addressed by people with a higher title or who's more important than me right now. So where does that buck ultimately fall right now? Because John McDonough, you mentioned his name was, I, if if I'm not mistaken, the the CEO or or you know, one of the top guys, he's no longer there. But is is everybody going to end up pointing the finger at, at this guy? I mean, at least from the statement that Stan Bowman had made through the Blackhawks that was released in the last number of minutes here, that seems to be the early indication, and I can read you part of it um, from Stan Bowman. 11, quote, 11 years ago while serving in my first year as general manager, I was made aware of potential inappropriate behavior by then-video coach involving a player. I promptly reported the matter to then-president and CEO who committed to handling the matter. I learned this year that the inappropriate behavior involved a serious allegation of sexual assault. I relied on the direction of my superior, in that case, John McDonough, that he would take appropriate action. Looking back, now knowing he did not handle the matter promptly, I regret assuming he would do so. So, you know, that's certainly part of it. And then I think, you know, when you, you ask the question, where does the buck stop? Well, Rocky and Danny Wirtz, um, CEO and, and chairman uh, owners of the Hawks, had said in the, in the press conference today, they had no knowledge of the allegations that were made that this was kept um, to John McDonough and those below him and that they learned of it the, for the first time when the lawsuit was filed. So it, it seems like, at least in, according to the report, that ultimately, you know, when you look at any organizational structure and chain of command, if the people that are below you continue to report the process forward, and then it ultimately ends up with you and you decline to do anything until after the Stanley Cup is over because you want to focus on uh, your team and not have any distractions, well, then I think, you know, not just part of it, but a lot of the blame ultimately lies with him. So 
What is the NHL and Gary Bettman's involvement from here on out? We saw that they levied a $2 million fine against the Blackhawks. Um, I believe there was some mention that if those men who were involved wanted to work in the NHL again, they would have to uh, have an interview with Bettman. Who else will they be talking to? Where where would the league go from here? Yeah, Justin, um, that's exactly what the the statement from Gary Bettman says, that if any of those senior leaders, John McDonough, Jay Blunk, Stan Bowman, and Al McIsaac, who are now no longer with the team, to re-enter the league in some capacity in the future, they'll have to meet with him and uh, determine appropriate conditions under which they might be employed. And then the other part of it is you mentioned the $2 million fine. One million of it will be dedicated to fund local organizations in and around the Chicago community that provide counseling and training for support and assistance to survivors of sexual and other forms of abuse. And the part with Kevin Chivaldayoff and Joel Quenville, um, who are still employed, as we mentioned, uh, by Winnipeg and by Florida, Gary Bettman says that he plans to arrange personal meetings in the near future with both individuals to discuss their roles in the relevant events as detailed in the report. And he's going to reserve further judgment on the next steps, if any, uh, with respect to them. Now I can tell you the reaction from social media is $2 million is a pretty light fine, a slap on the wrist for a billion dollars. This fine, if I'm not mistaken, is, less than what the New Jersey Devils were fined for the Ilya Kovalchuk contract a number of years back. Um, it's a small percentage even of the contract that Seth Jones was signed to this summer. I think there's lots of reaction saying that, you know, based on this report's findings and based on all the things that fell apart here in the chain of command, in the reporting, the, the, hand, the inappropriate handling of this, that $2 million feels awful light. About uh, close to an hour ago, you sent out a tweet that said Blackhawks say GM Stan Bowman has, quote, stepped aside. And I, I read stepped aside and I don't hear fired. I don't hear resigned. I hear words that I don't know, first and foremost, maybe soften the blow. Is that was that you put it in quotations? Is that the feeling that you got here? It's not a feeling. It was just pure reporting. Like, step aside is the actual words that the Blackhawks used. So what, what do you um, think a step aside? What do you think a step aside? I don't, I don't know what that means. I mean that he's, he's stepped aside, but he could step ahead again. It means that the Blackhawks allowed it to be Stan Bowman's decision. That's the way I read into really? it. His, really? That's pretty cowardly. Says that, after um, all that, after all that, he... They let him make this decision. Really, Frank? Well, I'm just reporting on, again, what he said. In the I, forget the reporting. I want your opinion. <laughs> I, well, I'm a reporter first and foremost. No one, you know, my opinion doesn't matter. Uh, I can only tell you that, you know, at least with Stan Bowman, they allowed him apparently to make this decision to step aside. Wow. And the same you know, courtesy, I guess, was not extended to Al McIsaac, their senior vice president of hockey ops, who they just simply said all members from the team in 2010 in the front office will not be back. That's the way they phrased it. So, um, 
you know, no real indication, you know, as to exactly how that happened, you know, the dismissal, all those things. Um, but I think there's part of it here with Stan Bowman where I don't know if it's softening the blow or, or whatever it is, but I think when you think back to that 29-10 season, that was his first as general manager. I think they're pointing to it saying, look, this guy was new, um, it, certainly in that position. He he promptly reported it to John McDonough, his, yeah. his superior, you know, exactly what we were just talking about, and that it, it then goes to the president and CEO. And if the president and CEO is going to be influenced by the coach and what he thinks is the right thing, well, then maybe then that's where the – like quite clearly – the Blackhawks put this statement out on behalf of Stan Bowman. Quite, quite clearly, they approved the wording of it, that they feel like the finger should also be pointed at John McDonough, uh, the president and CEO who left the organization a couple years back. All right, let's. right, I'm going to put your uh, uh, reporting hat back on. Have, have we heard it all from the U.S. Olympic team? He is the general manager. We have not. Um, my understanding is that they're actually – having made contact with some folks from USA hockey, they're on their way back from uh, the women's game uh, between Canada and the U S last night in Hartford, and that they will be making some kind of statement later this evening. Uh, My assumption is that since Stan Bowman decided to step away from the Blackhawks, that he will also make the same decision with the team USA and that Bill Guerin, the Minnesota wild GM would be elevated to the position of GM. He's currently the assistant. Uh, that's my understanding of how things are expected to play out, but uh, we'll see because team USA and, and USA hockey to this point had allowed the investigation to play out without making any sort of uh, unilateral decision outside of that. Isn't there some type of investigation right now with alleged uh, sexual conduct with bill Guerin right now uh not not to my knowledge no okay all right i think uh i did read something about that dating back to his pittsburgh days Uh, jb am i out of line here or no i i I don't think it's specifically about him but about the handling of uh the clark donatelli jared scaldi incident uh there has been some reporting on that so i I don't know details either yeah there was reporting on that but i i believe my understanding was the investigation that you know basically said that bill Guerin had taken all the appropriate steps to notify again the chain of command and those above him interesting times for the u.s olympic program Mm -hmm. interesting times in hockey in general i mean this is this is groundbreaking this is the Blackhawks opened their books and provided unfettered access. We're still understanding the depths of this report. I just sent out a tweet. There's some really damning information contained in this report. Like I just sent out a tweet highlighting the uh, evaluation that Joel Quenville wrote for Brad Aldrich on June 29th, after Brad Aldrich was already gone from the team for this allegation writing, you know, basically a glowing review, did a great job for the coaching staff. Um, You know, he has a way of deflecting and accommodating everyone at once. Congrats on winning the Stanley cup exclamation point. Like you knew that that, that person had resigned from your organization based on sexual assault allegations to then put that on paper. Yeah. I mean, it's a big yikes. And like I said, this is just page 19. I'm, I'm just really 
you know, in terms of getting the reporting hat on, it piece through all this stuff that, as I said, uh, there's shrapnel in the air and making its way across the National Hockey League landscape today. So disturbing. Hey, Frank, we really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, Frank. Appreciate uh, thank it. Thank you, buddy. guys. Take care. Frank Cervelli. So the thing he tweeted out, like, uh, Quenville wrote a report on Brad Aldrich. Like, knowing this stuff, this is what's going to bury him. Um, if he, in fact, knew what happened, then wrote the words, Aldrich did a great job for the coaching staff in preparing us for all our meetings and coordinating several tasks that we, uh, you know, forward his way. Brad has several people relying on him at the same moment in way deflecting and accommodating everyone at once. Congrats on winning the Stanley Cup. Like, you can't. You can't write no. a positive review for a guy no. with that information. No. You can't. There's, That's going to be... There, there is still a lot of explaining to go. Oosh. Just the, just the so beginning there. I, I, in listening to it, I think I heard the name who's interim general manager, Kyle Davidson. I believe so, yeah. The, so is that from a, like a analytical yeah, department? Yeah, VP of strategy and analytics, which is like sort of a newer role. Um, really quite different from someone who you would assume to be a GM in the league. Now, like Chicago is in dire need of a new name, uh, uh Somebody that can come in. By the way, a new name for the organization as yeah, well, yes. maybe? Uh, like, like, I don't think they've, since McDonough left, there's there's no uh, feel for, I think, a, a, a president. Right. You know, and I may be biased because of uh, my relationship in 1994, but I, I look at a guy like Ed Olchuk, who lived and breathed in Chicago. And has been around hockey his whole life. Like, can you, can Last you, act. can you not? You can't find a better guy to come in there and just say that. I'll come in. I'll help you. I'll, you know, he's clean cut. I mean, he's yeah. like he's perfect in every way possible. Like, how have they not said? Eddie, come in and help us. You're a hockey guy. You're well-respected. You've done some great things as a player, as a broadcaster. You've been around the game. You know all these people in this industry. Just yeah. start there, uh, Blackhawks. I have a question for you. How often do organizations bury stuff? Like, how common is that? I don't mean sexual assault or sexual. How often are organizations going, ah, people can't find out about this? Is it every team every year? Like, Yes. Teams I have, yeah, it, I was going to. It is. And, and by the it, way, I please do not think that's excusing this. I'm not, that's not my, my point at all. I'm just saying it's crazy yeah. how common it is for teams no, no. to have stuff, it, have it's, dirt. It's crazy how um, common it used to be. Used to be. Not anymore. Yeah. You cannot. It's like that uh, Jim Carrey uh, movie where he, his life is on TV. The Truman whole movie. Show. There you go. We are all the Truman Show. And if you don't think for one second that somebody's not watching you, you're nuts. Believe the line is, uh, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. Like the passage of time is not helping. So you got to assume that Chicago, when this first was presented, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, they did publicly say this has no merit. Which means that they were hoping it was going to go away. 
Oh, yeah. And then it didn't go away. And maybe to my point earlier, like this could have been done in the summer. You could have put it to bed in the summer. But that sounds you, like a pretty comprehensive you, you, investigation. You, but but, but you, it, it really is. But it's not like it, you knew where you knew where the crumbs were headed, right? Right. Like there was a path here, and there's no way that you were going to find an an off ramp. So speed it up, but just we need to get this done before the season started. Yeah. Because you just knew where it was going. I, I, it, the Blackhawks, to me, were a team that throughout these last months, weeks and months, they were still hoping it would go away. Oh, yeah. And it's just doesn't go away. No. I mean, I I think to the organization's credit, like them opening everything up, as Frank said, to the league and the investigation as best they could. You know, the people who needed to get exposed seem to have gotten exposed. And now it's just a matter matter of handling what comes next. Yes. And they did hire a very reputable firm. Yeah. And it's pretty clear that everybody got the answers I think that they were looking for. Yeah. And now they're at a point where they've, They've got to rebuild, and you, you rebuild by attaching good, credible people back into your organization. And there has to be some some credibility. And right now, general manager, I don't know. I mean, just start throwing names out there. I don't know as early as tomorrow. Will people I, I got to be honest. I don't think that's what people find most interesting right now. To me, it's what happens with Joel Quenville. What happens with Kevin Dayoff? Like I, I, I'm like, yeah. I mean, this yeah, guy's the head, right. Yeah. Quenville's the head coach of the six O and O Florida Panthers Hall of Famer, three Stanley Cups. You know what does this do for his reputation? You know, I just think about Mike Babcock here in Toronto and his, his little like tiny nothing that happened here, and people wrote that guy off for good. The court of public opinion was swift and harsh. All right, this is real Kipper and born.